Okay. Nationwide insurance salesman, Alex Bowman. If you could describe this dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? I like turtles. That's uh, three words, you young Three for Dale? No. Junior? That's, for junior. That's why I did that, three for Dale. You really sold it again. <laughs> I win. I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> I win. That's what I do. I win. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley, alongside my partner and co-host, Sean Heckman. We are on day 34 of season three. We're headed back to Atlanta, Georgia right now. We're leaving Charlotte on 85 South. And I think this is, uh, let's say, our 25th state. Yep. And we're working on mile marker 13,000 on the odometer here. So we went a little bit bigger this year in terms of mileage but with the same quality that you're used to here on Dinner with Racers, which is mediocre at best. So enjoy 29 of these free goddamn meals. We went out to Mooresville, North Carolina and met up with the young and super talented front Roman Alex Bowman. Not sure that's signed off on yet, but we can throw it out there. Uh, so if you don't know Alex Bowman, he's a name to learn uh, because he is destined for greatness because he's going to be driving the number 88 Monster Energy Cup Chevrolet. Basically, Alex is getting the opportunity of a lifetime to take over for Dale Earnhardt Jr. next year in NASCAR, but it's not for, for no reason. The kid's won like everything he's ever raced. He's just coming off of a win at charlotte in the xfinity series race a few weeks ago after having not raced anything so beyond driving uh, the number 88 and showing up good uh, alex has also been sort of a development and testing driver for hendrick driven the simulator done a whole bunch of things and we talk about pretty much everything there is to talk about with him we talk about getting fired on twitter being a legitimate car guy um, and not the kind of car guy you'd expect for a stock car driver he gives us the greatest fire tire story you've ever heard as well as the do's and don'ts of social media Presented by Ryan Blaney. So we headed down after driving 18 hours straight from Willie T. Ribs with no sleep and met up on National Nut Day at the uh, Brick House Tavern in Davidson, North Carolina. We yep. actually left Austin at midnight and had to drive from midnight to 5 p.m. the next afternoon to get to have a sit down with Alex. So it was a bit of a rough night and a bit of a rough interview from our side. Alex was ready to go, of course. So we met up at the Brick House Tavern in Davidson, North Carolina. I had the buffalo chicken pizza. And I had the chicken sandwich. No, you did not. And, uh... Do you think I can... S I'm sorry, what? Come on. Let, can I sit in on this one, please? That doesn't even make sense. All right. Uh, well, anyway, thanks to uh, Dario Franchitti for driving. Uh, but a huge thanks to Acura for this lovely MDX. And, of course, this whole thing was brought to you by none other than... Is that what I said? Yes. Continental Tire. Alex Bowman. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. Hey. Sean. Nice to meet you, man. What's up, brother? How are you? Good to see you. You too, man. Take a seat. Sweet. Yeah, now, do you know the story about us and right now? Um, just a, just a precaution. This you're going to get a different experience than some of our other guests. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mario we, and Dreddy was a little bit. We yeah. were more rested for Mario. We, yeah. We've, uh, <laughs> uh, now, 
you were literally born after he qualified for the Indy 500. But yeah. uh, <laughs> are you familiar with Willie T. Ribs? Yeah. Okay. We were with him last night in Austin, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Austin is 17 hours from here. Yeah. And the time zone difference. And the time zone difference. Yeah. So we left uh, his restaurant or the restaurant he he's friends yeah, with. Yeah. At midnight. At midnight. Nice. And we drove straight That's here. That's after we drove there from Phoenix. Phoenix. The day before, we had dinner with uh, Lynn St. James, or yeah. lunch. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So we literally drove drove straight. Yeah, that's just awful. Just for you. Yeah. So uh, you better be good. <laughs> you want to know the bad news? Like, I almost goes. told Ryan this today, too. Uh, so I have to, I was supposed to leave first thing in the morning yeah. to go test Homestead. Oh, now you don't have to. Oh. I don't have to leave tomorrow <laughs> God, anymore. Man, Bowman. I, I, got Bowman! E- I got an email, like, two hours ago, right when I text you. If you were going to be like, this word. We're running behind. I was gonna be like, oh, "All right, we don't have to go till tomorrow." But you were like, "Oh, we're we're all good." No, it's uh, fine. So actually, tomorrow's kind of full for us, so it actually works out. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So and we had breakfast with Blaney at Toast and oh okay. yeah, just down the street actually. Yeah. And uh, we were actually kind of like, because he, I think he was going to the test too, or maybe I don't know. If Probably. He's doing something. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, if we could do it like really early, because I can't do lunch or dinner." We're like, "All right, yeah, sure." So this morning, I, I texted him, yeah, maybe around like ten thirty or something, and I was like, "Hey." Uh, sure you're busy but what time is good for you tomorrow he's like i don't know 10 which is like super early for him that's lunch yeah, yeah. um they have a beer sponsor over there it's still okay so. yeah right right <laughs> yeah we were thinking it was like a 7 a.m kind of thing yeah. like we'd be getting out of here at midnight and it's yeah. the whole thing so that's so we're all right it's all good cool so what did you do today you obviously aren't in kansas yeah um so Honestly, all I did today was do laundry and clean my car. Yeah, that was it was a whole lot of nothing. Which car? Uh, I have a ZR1, the 940 yeah. horsepower. Yeah, it makes 912 to the tire. Okay, so. only. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's only 912. Yeah. yeah, so it's fun. What does a what does a cup car make to the tire? I don't know. Probably. Seven seventy-five. <laughs> all right, little perspective for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, before the tapered spacer, they were probably eight seventy-five, nine hundred. Right. But right. Yeah. They cut that off. Yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah, it ruined <laughs> it. Yeah, but so so when the when the boss is away, so to speak, there's a cup race today. You're obviously here, not in Kansas. Do you watch it? I mean, how close are you? Yeah, paying attention? I watched it, um, but I was definitely probably not paying the most attention to it. You know, I was okay, in my shop cleaning. <laughs> you were watching every lap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get a headset. Get a headset. Yeah. Live to the pit box. Exactly. I was um, I was pretty anxious <laughs> all day because I definitely did a lot of. Um, just like a lot of prep work with Jimmy throughout the week, okay. trying to help them like uh, simulator with work? in the simulator, okay. and um, I was really hoping that it paid off. So with the day they had, it was like uh, for a little while I didn't even want to watch. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm glad it worked out. But yeah, but say he we, made it, so that's all you. Yeah, well, we had, <laughs> I I had a so. completely similar situation because we had dinner with Cole Pern on Tuesday, Tuesday in Denver, and I was getting over a cold. And so I'm like, we're not touch. I don't sit as yeah. far away from me as yeah. possible. And all we were thinking is like, and as it turned out, I was getting sick and didn't realize it until yeah. the next day. And we're like, oh man, what if we like totally f- this championship up for Corn? <laughs> you know, like he's down there, he can't work on the car, he's too sick. Yeah. yeah. So they win today, and we're like, we're we're off the hook. Yeah. yeah. Like, like anything no that happens problem. from now on is not our fault. Yeah. Yeah. So you listen to the show. Yeah. Um, basically, when I'm traveling, uh, I think. Coming home from Chili Bowl, I got addicted to like a couple of different podcasts, just trying to keep myself up. There's only one racing show. podcast, as far as we're concerned. So How dare you? As far as <laughs> racing podcasts go, it was you guys, and then um, that guy that has the YouTube channel, Honda Pro Jason. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. The, he does like the smoke and tire or whatever. Oh, Matt Farah. Yeah, his. Yeah, we'll sleep yeah. in that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, so I listen to his because I'm really into like car stuff yeah. in general yeah, yeah, and that's very like, car focused. Are you a stand-up guy? You like a WTF or a Nerdist? Uh, no, so I haven't listened to them. Um, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since obviously I haven't traveled at right. all. Well, our season season two for us ended, so you yeah. had no more podcasts left. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get it. But, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to – it was um, – I don't know. They were all uh, – I was driving home with a couple buddies trying to stay awake. And they're like, you got to check these out because we're just like running out of music to yeah, play yeah. in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Which ones stand out to you? Just to, it's curious to me what um, people that we know actually listen to it. I think you know? for you guys, I really liked um, the one with Jordan and Ricky Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I think sure. they're hilarious. Yeah, they're they fun are. kids. They yeah, are yeah. absolutely hilarious. And I don't know them at all. Sure. But I would really want to hang out with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they seem like they're well, a lot It's of funny because, like, Larson didn't know who they were either they just knew the names and so when he did the 24 hour he thought jordan taylor was like some 50 year old man he's like yeah he's the same age at least so. I, I can't believe like how much jordan in particular gets away with like, yeah he yeah. gets that he has a lot of fun yeah, with yeah. life yeah and uh yeah i feel like if i did half the stuff or just tweeted half the stuff that he tweeted right. I'd yeah be like getting phone calls like well please delete that uh, <laughs> being the the pr professional that i am um <laughs> the the one advice i would say like actually uh like i think jordan is actually in ryan and i never like saying this in front of him um <laughs> thank you right uh, jordan gets away with what he does and i'll tell you why because he has a style of humor that i like to call silly yeah silly is safe yeah you can always do silly yeah. and get away with it because it's cute and moms like it if he did my kind of humor he <laughs> would get fired yeah <laughs> um but he doesn't. So if you want to, if, if 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 the humor routes the way you want to go, for uh, first of all, do not let me run your Twitter. Um, <laughs> but second of all, like silly will always be safe. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned uh, your car guy, and that was the first thing that I, I learned about you. Um, that kind of surprised me because most NASCAR stock cars, you know, racing kids aren't necessarily car guys, and they're not car guys like you are because you have or have had it over different periods of time, like. A slam Lexus, like a GS four hundred, is that what it was? It was or a GS three fifty. GS three fifty. Yep. And then you, <laughs> like a riced out slam Miata. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> where it really. I mean, my dad owns a small body shop in Arizona, so I was around cars my whole life yeah. and um, worked on my own race cars a lot. But he hates. He loves cars. He hates anything that's not stock. Mm -hmm. And I can't. Or yeah, that's not stock. I can't leave anything alone. Right. So we're like polar opposites on that. My first car was a Chevy Cobalt. Um, Super Sport? No, it wasn't oh. an SS. I sure wished it was. <laughs> I had the SS front bumper, though, because it looked go. way cooler. That's all that matters. And yeah. um, now we, we slammed it, did, like, all kinds of stuff to it, made myself very poor because <laughs> of it. Uh, and then the bag Lexus that I had um, made myself very poor because of that car. Right. And we built the Miata. That was a lot of fun. I, it took me six months to build that car. I drove it to work one day, and I sold it th that night because it was so low that I hit a bump going down the freeway, and my head hit the roof because it had a hard top on it, right. and I, like, <laughs> cracked my neck, and I was like, done, <laughs> done. Nice. Actually, I got pulled over, like, five miles from here in that car yeah. for destroying the highway because it was throwing sparks no going shit. down the highway. Oh, that low. <laughs> it was that low. It was always touching the ground. Um, but yeah, I just love cars. This Corvette that I, that uh, that we've been working on is a lot of fun. Yeah, you got like a ZR1. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a C6 ZR1 that I bought from Mr. Hendrick last December. Uh, my buddy Jeff 
did, uh, it's basically full bolt-ons, heads cam, E85, ported blower, and it makes 912 to the tires. Which it's you gotta have. stupid. You gotta yeah. have. How much of this yeah. are you doing on your own? Um, so, previously, all of it. All of it. This is back in Tucson. Uh, well, no. Most, oh, most everything here? I've built has been here. Been here. Yeah. Okay. Um, this car, the, the ZR1 was like, I was really busy, um, and I really didn't want to... I've overbuilt a lot of stuff and like <laughs> done stuff myself that's Seen caused other issues gone, yeah. going down the road. Like the 911 that I have, yeah. I did most of myself. And it looks basically like a GT car. Yeah. yeah. It's got and a giant it, wing and a It's awesome, it. yeah. but it is always broken and it's way overbuilt. <laughs> it's, I went way too far. It's like a full cage, seats, harnesses. Like there's nothing, there's not a suspension arm stock on it. Like it's just way too far. Okay. Yeah. So the ZR1, my buddy Jeff, uh, he owns Heinz Performance okay. in, in Concord. And that's all they do is LS and LT cars. Sure. So he's like the man when it comes to LS stuff around here. He's like, I'll hook it up. We thought we were going to make like 800. It made 785 on pump gas. We switched to E85 and it was over 900. There you go. So nice. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little aggressive, but it's really <laughs> nice. It drives like stock. Well, you so, need it all. Yeah. So you can just every day drive it if you want. Yeah, the only downside to it, so it has a flex fuel sensor in it. Okay. So you can put pump gas in it. It just pulls timing out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, just to be safe, I run on E85 all the time or E90, um, and I get like four and a half miles to the gallon. There you go. Yep. Nice. nice. So I can go nice. 120 miles on a tank of fuel, <laughs> <laughs> and I live in the middle of nowhere. Like it's okay. probably 25 miles to get here. Right. 20 miles to get right. here from my house. So. So you're literally filling up like every two days. Every day, I have to. <laughs> it's a, so it's with traffic and everything. Yeah. It's a it's a half a tank of fuel for me to get to work and back. <laughs> so it's uh, making so that last much. much. Okay. Yeah, and the good news is ethanol is cheap, right? Sure. It's not like buying race gas. You know, it's it's really cheap. Fair enough. But it's uh, now with efficiency goes way down. Yeah. Super important question with the eighty eight program. Do you is your insurance covered? Yeah, nationwide, yeah. nationwide is on my side. <laughs> so, <laughs> company man. Yep, I don't nice. know if they know how much power they're insuring. Nope, nope, they're never going to listen. Yep. <laughs> they're not going to hear this. Yep, Neely is. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, when uh, when did you have to go through like a train with the nationwide stuff? Did you have, did you get like a training on how to represent them or anything like that? Because I'm curious, is it supposed to be pronounced insurance, or is that just is that just Dale? Does he say it differently? He says insurance. Instead of and insurance, like, yeah, like uh, West Coast guys like you and I say insurance. Uh, Dale, hang on, hang on, hang on. What are the odds he's going to hear this? Zero. Okay, cool. Okay, good. I was going to say, just in case, Sean Heckman is the <laughs> one making fun <laughs> of you. Not Ryan Eversley. Not Ryan Eversley. Fair enough. I, so Dale just kind of has his own language. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't. Sure, sure. Well, it might just be called Redneck, or it's called Dale, like Canapolis. Uh, yeah, draw. I, I'm not quite sure. Um, he says some things. I just have to look at him and be like, can you repeat that, please? Sorry, sir. What? Slow down <laughs> and talk more clearly. But, um, and you got the job. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know. We used to be really good friends. I haven't seen him here lately. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's we did a lot with Nationwide, actually. Um, had to, to obviously um, go through all their programs and... I what does that got, mean? I really don't know. What is, I, it, what is the program for? Well, like I mean, that? I just got my pet insurance, so you know, nice. <laughs> you gotta have it. Gotta have you gotta it. Have um, insurance. I got Sean insurance. Yeah. You know what I what I really didn't know going into it. Um, like I thought Nationwide was an insurance company. I thought that's what they did. Yeah. But they're actually 
insurance is not the biggest part of what they do. I mean, they, um, they're a big financial comp company and uh, they, they do a lot. So it's, uh, it was very eye-opening to go to Columbus for the first time. If you've ever been to Columbus, pretty much everything is nationwide something okay. downtown, like the soccer field and all, like everything downtown is nationwide this, nationwide that. So they've done a lot for that area with the children's hospital and everything. It's really cool to uh, to be a part of it. Yeah. So when you're doing all these you know mods to your cars, so you're going to these shops to like at least at least hang out or get a seat fitting or something. What's the takeaway from the kid that's pulling up like, yeah, we got this new kid coming to drive the, the Arca car for Cunningham this weekend. And uh, it's a lowered Lexus is like dragging the bumpers of a Lexus coming into the parking lot. Are they like, so, no, yeah, so they want to see a they yeah. want to see a pickup truck. Yeah, like a kid in like, pickup or just yeah. like a nice sedate kid. Not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not this asshole in the Lexus. Yeah, like, yeah. Jeb Burton pulls in in his big old pickup truck and right. I didn't have that. Um, He's like shooting into the air for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's great. Yeah, I so I'm trying to think when I ran. The E series. I still drove my Chevy Cobalt, um, and I had like a a '98 Z28 Camaro that put it around in. It was like I found it in a salvage yard. I literally had to dig it out with the tractor. So oh, it's a nice. really nice car. <laughs> um, it's a classic. Yeah. So we were working on that, but so I had that, and it was kind of like, wow, you're really dumb. Your car's really low, <laughs> um, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> And then when I ran Arca, I still had that same deal. Wow, your car is really low. Or I'd be like, hey, I just ripped this off my car. Can you help me fix it? Right. Can somebody weld this on? <laughs> yeah, like I ripped the exhaust off. Like, hey, can you weld this together for me? Sure. And then when I ran the Nationwide Series in 2013, that's when um, I was given that other vehicle that you spoke of that uh, bleep here name <laughs> vehicle that I that was on bags. And we actually built that car at um, at REB okay. when I drove for Robbie yep. Benton. Yep. Um, in the middle of the night, me and my buddies stole a key to get in, and we were, <laughs> we, were, we built it there. <laughs> and uh, that car had 700 miles on it, okay. and we tubbed the front end. Nice. A bunch of kids tubbed just the front end. Right. So um, actually, to be perfectly honest with you, we just cut the front end out for about – 5,000 miles. Sure. So everything but the strut tower was just cut out. It's not there. So it had enough clearance because instead of making drop spindles like a normal person would, just we just it. Yeah. cut everything out right. to get clearance. Right. Because for some reason nobody was like, hey, why don't we just cut the spindles and <laughs> put them back together? Nah. So um, that was real safe. And, uh, and then we ended up, <laughs> my buddy's a fabricator and ended up fixing everything. So that car... Um, was actually really nice. Yeah. I drove that thing everywhere. It, um, for as much was cut out of it, it was, it was okay. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then I had that for a couple of years, sold it. Then I got a CTSV. Um, it was cool, but I needed a truck to pull my trailer for my Chili Bowl car, so right. I sold a CTSV and got a truck. And I had the truck for forever and had this 911 that was always broken, and I blew <laughs> it up and melted a piston. It's it's, it's had three different motors in it. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. And then I bought this Corvette, and I was like, we're going to be smart with this um, one for once. Good. And I sat down with Jeff and was like, we're going to like smartly build this so it's going to be reliable. It's yeah. not going to be overbuilt. And that car, so every other car was like, wow, you're dumb. Your car's really low. <laughs> yeah. Or wow, you're dumb. Your car's always broken. Yeah. Stuff like that. With the Corvette, like Mr. Hendrick loves it. Oh, I'm sure. He yeah. absolutely yeah. loves that thing. Yeah. We're actually going to have a grudge race. He's got a C6 Z06 that's um it's like full built motor 
It's got a pro charger on it. Okay. It made a little over a thousand, but it's got a automatic in it. All right. Big slicks on blow it. The clutch out of that thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's got a big stall converter. It's a drag car. Sure. So we're gonna have a grudge race somewhere, and I don't know. He loves it. That's awesome. Obviously, you love GM products, and we yeah. love we love our our Honda products. But <laughs> yes, you, 911 is is, uh, is there a secret thing for Porsches? Um, growing up, my dad had a '88 930 Turbo. Oh, cool! Wow. Factory slant nose, slant nose. Yeah, cab. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's super rare car being a slant nose. How awesome was your dad's mustache? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> he's probably like me. Probably can't grow one. Um, <laughs> no, that car is. I always loved it growing up. Um, it's. It's like it's got a bigger turbo on it too, and some little stuff, and a straight pipe. And I actually, um, he never drives it. It's got like twenty-one thousand miles on it. Yeah. I mean, so being a slant nose, a factory slant nose is really rare, but being a convertible, it's even more rare. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's really clean. And finally, he convinced me to let me drive, or I convinced him to let me drive it one night. Yeah. And the. F Something in the fuel system broke on the way home, and I didn't make it home, and no had to way. get a tow. Oh, oh, but it didn't burn down. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it. That was still. I will never drive it ever <laughs> right. again. Right. Idiot. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of where <coughs> that stuff comes from. That car is really cool because it's so the '88 was the last year of the four-speed. Uh -huh. So big turbo. That car probably makes five something, yeah, but right. no power steering. Really skinny, hard tires yeah. on it. Yeah. And all the turbo lag in the world, yeah. and super long gears with the four speed. So it's uh, it's a handful, but it's a lot of fun. Does any like who who do you run around with right now? Who are your like go to buddies in the in the garage? Um, really nobody in the garage. I don't really hang out with other people that race. Okay. I, I don't know. Never really meshed with like a group of drivers. Sure. Um, I really hang out with the same group of people that I did when I moved here when okay. I was sixteen. Um, Mark Davis, who used to race, mm -hmm. he's really into the low car scene and sure. stuff like that. Um, he's actually building a road course car right now. He built a E36 with an LS. Oh, in it. sweet! So pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine you sitting next to like Larson at the drivers' meeting and being no. like, "Dude, it's a, it's a slant nose. It's awesome." Yeah, he doesn't get it. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "I drive my Tahoe." Right. I'm like, "Yeah, my Tahoe is really cool too, but yeah, <laughs> it tows this awesome car that keeps breaking yeah, down. It's a 996. Exactly. It's got the sweet Rolex wing on it from the TT series. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. There's not De Benedetto's kind of into cars. Um, he's got two Z06s. You know, he drives for that other manufacturer, but he really knows what the good cars are. Okay. And he's got okay. two. He's got a C7 and a C6 Z06. Sure. The C6 has like the biggest cam in the world because yeah. he just cares about how it sounds. Right. It makes like 600 wheel. Um, but it sounds awesome. But it's it has zero drivability, <laughs> zero bottom end. But it sounds really cool. Right. Um, so yeah, he's kind of a car guy. Uh, but he's very like, if he actually had to do something, uh, it would be very bad. Sure, yeah. <laughs> very very bad. Catch on fire. Right. Um, but uh, other than that, there's really, I mean, they drive jacked up trucks. And sure. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, kill to build a drift car. Yeah. I would absolutely kill to do it. And I've thought about it so many times, and it always just comes down to I'm about to go buy a 240, and I just can't morally right. do it. Right. Like I, I can't convince myself <laughs> to do it. So. Um, that or my friends talk me out of it because I've been super close plenty of times. Yeah. And, um, it's the right car. Yeah. I really – there's more people that are starting to run C6s. Like there's, yeah, um, that makes sense, though. I think Matt Field just posted he's going to run a C6 okay. next year um, in FD, so that'll be cool. 
So I don't know. That car has plenty of lack of rear grip. It slides around right. here and there yeah. on when I take it to like Kershaw and stuff. To when you see, <laughs> you mean when you take it to a professionally closed course yeah. circuit? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. like Kershaw, and VIR. Like Kershaw or VIR. Yeah. That's the only yeah. place you would do that. Yeah, yeah you would never do it on the street. No, that's absolutely not. Bleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to give the the biggest obvious thing about you is that you are going to replace Dale Jr. next year, which again blows my mind that you're not you know Mr. Johnny Stockcar. You're literally like, yeah, I gotta go buy this 240. <laughs> I gotta do this at some point. Let's just get into it. Uh, are you freaking out about life, or did you see this coming? Um, I definitely didn't see it coming. Uh, you look at the last 2013 on in my career has been a few ups and a heck of a lot of downs. Right. Um, but you had some really good runs last year in the 88. Yeah, yeah, last year was definitely different. You know, I won a lot of races up to 2012. Yeah. 2012, won a lot of ARCA stuff. Uh, ran open wheel stuff, a lot of USAC midget stuff yeah. in my background. and um, Kind of got forced into going cup racing in 2014. I don't have any money behind me. So right. it was all like, well, I'm going to sit on the couch or I'm going to take a cup ride that's going to run 35th every week. Yeah. Tried to do more with less and ended up befriending Dale Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, I out-qualified him, I think, at Richmond. We were riding around, the, like, dr after driver intros, they make you ride around in the trucks or whatever, yeah. and got to talking. He had two open races that year, and I, I, I ran his Nationwide Series cars. Did, um, it, did it come from that conversation? From that, that conversation. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. and yeah. Um, so you're a quiet hustler. Yeah, I, I try. Like <laughs> I like Fake it till you make it. But that's um, no, that's, that's mine. <laughs> I use that. <laughs> Different worlds. We can all exist. Hey. But yeah. yeah, so ran really well. Didn't get the finishes we deserved. We ran out of fuel with like a lap and a half to go at Phoenix and then ran decent at Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and then the next year I drove for Tommy Baldwin. Mm -hmm. yep. Ran probably better than we should have a lot. Tommy wanted to go in a different direction, fired me on Twitter like a uh, week before they told me. go back. Well, no, <laughs> no, we're going to need that whole story. I, what? I, I, I was literally on my way to the shop, stopped at the gym, sitting in the gym, and I refreshed Twitter, and everybody's like, why are you fired? I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm about to go to the shop. Yeah. So I called Tommy, and Tommy didn't answer, and I called oh, another guy that worked there, and they didn't answer, and nobody wanted to answer their phones. So I call my manager, and I'm like, yo, did I get fired? And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, he didn't so Jesus. Didn't tell anybody, just tweeted it. But, you know, it's cool. Stuff happens. Probably uh, is the best thing that ever happened to me looking back at it because right. if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have been sitting on the sidelines when Dale was injured. And I still had um, nine races to go in, that, uh, in the Xfinity Series car for JRM last year right. that we were going to do. So I was really probably going into that season – those were my focus, not the cup car, just because... Because with JR, you can win, and there's a yeah. clear elevated yeah. program, yeah. So I figured that was what was going to elevate or help my career more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're in a very exposed area. Yeah, exposed so, yeah. you know, it, it was what it was, and we ran up front in the JRM car, and then Dale got hurt, we ran up front in the cup car again, and was very appreciative of that opportunity. It was so much fun. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to do this again. I'm sure. just going to have yeah. fun yeah. with exactly. it. And we about won a couple, and it was really cool. Yeah. But... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, after that, I was like, cool, well, I'm going to drive the simulator now. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> I mean, like, Phoenix is the one that always stood out to me. You know, yes. you win the pole, you were the man until, you know, things just sort of changed for the worst at the, at the last few laps there. Um, where you, you have a race like that where you're relatively unknown to the, in the bigger picture. Um, is a race like that satisfying or are you pissed off because you knew you might have been able to win? 
That's a race that's haunted me every day. Really? Yeah, then. sure. Yeah. I mean, I've never won a, at the time. I'd never won like a NASCAR big three race. Sure. Right. Um, and I mean, up until two weeks ago, I hadn't. I think right. since Charlotte, <laughs> I've kind of been like, okay, I have a trophy. Things are right. a little better now, but it's still I'd re- I still haven't won a cup race. Yeah. Um, it would have been extremely special to get it at Phoenix. I mean, I'm yeah, from Tucson, so really close to home. Stuff happens. Didn't work out, yeah. but uh, it is what it is. I feel like, you know, a lot of people, as soon as we announced that I was driving the 88 car, some people were like, why the heck is he driving it? Yeah, He's never yeah, done anything. Kids blah, never blah, won blah. anything and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like that win would have shut those people up. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think Charlotte, after not racing for mm-hmm. eight months or whatever, helped do that. Yeah. Sure. So at least we're getting there. Right. So um, so when they announced the, that you're going to fill in, because you're helping you're helping junior you're helping junior nation did those fans back you you know were you getting like some love from the 88 fans just yeah. because you're helping that guy keep his deal going while he's recovering and some people don't but most do i okay. think yeah some people just love dale yeah. dale's their thing cool i mean that's if dale's your thing no worries i'm not worried about it but i'm super thankful for the people that are going to stick around and root for the 88 yeah. car yeah. And we're going to give him something to cheer for. Yeah, for sure. So you just basically two weeks ago, you get uh, to go drive the 42 car in the Xfinity Series, which is a Chip Ganassi car because Larson was supposed to. And then Yeah, he, he felt like there were a couple tracks that the Xfinity car was messing him up okay. in the cup car. Right. So he decided he didn't want to run it. Right. And I'm sitting on the, on the couch like, yeah. put me in, coach. Right, right, right. So you show up, dominate, win the damn thing, silence some of the haters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, when was the last time somebody sat on the couch for eight months, shows up, and wins a top-level NASCAR race? Yeah, we. Uh, I was pretty fortunate on that one. The race car was really good, especially towards the end of the race. Because yeah. I haven't – like, I've driven the wheel force car and, like, been in the simulator, but I haven't raced anybody in eight months. Yeah. And, like, four wide on the bottom, passing four guys <laughs> and one straightaway. Like, our restarts won us the race. Yeah. So – it was interesting to see that and see, like, what I did lose and what I didn't lose. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting is you describe all this, especially, like, you know, I don't come from your background, but if I jumped into the 88 car and was immediately on pace the way you were and almost won a race after, you know, four or five shots at it, I, I'd be blown away with, holy shit, I can maybe do this. But yeah. it, you don't seem phased at all by this. Is there? A, it, it seems like quietly there might be a confidence there that, that I mean, hasn't gone away. As a race car driver, you have to be confident. Sure. Um, it's really easy in some of the situations that I was in in the last couple of years to kind of lose that. Because, um, you know, I, I worked with a lot of great people. I also worked with a lot of people who were really quick to point fingers and blame yeah. people and and say, oh, the driver's not where they need to be. It's not the race car. Right. Um, so you kind of start to second-guess yourself sometimes just in, in lesser equipment. And um, it's just the situations you're put in. So uh, I think what i i really feel like those experiences i got to learn cup racing with pretty much nobody watching it yeah. was expected for me to run 35th right. so i feel like yeah. that really helped me yeah I understand that. um but then it also made me so much more appreciative of getting an opportunity like driving the 88 car because yeah. i was like i'm gonna do this the rest of my life and be absolutely miserable <laughs> yeah, like right because i mean driving a race car it's hard to be miserable and it's not a bad day and obviously it's probably the best job in the world but getting lapped eight times yeah, and, and the fighting for 35th i don't yeah. do a good job at like being happy in those <laughs> situations yeah. um and at the same time i think it humbled me a lot because i mean my whole career until then i just won mm. so i was like 
probably a cocky little kid, to sure. be honest with you, and probably didn't handle some situations the way I should have. And I think going through that, if I – so say – 2012, I went all those ARCA races. 2013, I get in a nationwide car and win a whole bunch of nationwide races. Mm -hmm. 2014, I get in a cup car and win a whole bunch of cup races. I'm probably going to be a terrible human being because <laughs> I just I would be super cocky and like I feel like I wouldn't be humble at all. So right. I feel like going through what I went through, just for me personally, right. Right. helped me be a better person and kind of be more appreciative for, right. for what I've been given. And I, I think a lot of it, too, is the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Like, I definitely, like, the group of friends that I hang out with are the same people I hung out with when I moved here, yeah. but they, have, they haven't always been the people that I've hung out with. Like, I definitely was like, oh, I'm going to hang out with all these other people and, like, go out on the lake, and they have all these yeah. boats and yeah. all this money and blah, 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 and do all this stuff. And those people are, like, they don't keep you in check at all. They don't, like, they're not, I don't know, it's just not the best they mental situation. Best you, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah but that's so... You had the foresight to recognize this is not the crowd that's going to oh, be the yeah. best influence for me. Yeah, and, and I like... And you're 24? <laughs> <laughs> Holy f***. There's yeah. A, yeah. a large group of people that I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And right. I, yeah, I'm 38 and haven't figured that yeah. out. Yeah, so, <laughs> so my friends literally, we just went to Colorado and they talk more me than anybody else does <laughs> like and they kick me when i'm down they're great but yeah definitely that has also really helped me because if i got a big head in any way shape or form oh, they're gonna check that oh my gosh <laughs> like i wouldn't have made it here tonight i'd be like tied up in a ditch right, beside right, 77 right, somewhere out, yeah. <laughs> all right we're not a resume show but let's again people who don't necessarily know how you got this 88 ride bef before you stepped into Xfinity and, and Cup Rides with Tommy Baldwin and things like that. You started out in the short track scene in Arizona. And so, like, in, in the, the two-minute elevator pitch, walk, walk me through your career. So I started racing quarter midgets when I was seven. Uh, just like every dad thinks their kid's Jeff Gordon. My yeah. dad was like, oh, I got the next Jeff Gordon. And in, in the spectrum of sports dads, which one was he? Was he the guy that yelled at every track official and had to get banned? Or was he... Uh, no, was he, he just... I don't think he really yelled at other track... People just didn't like us because we won all the time and we had to be cheating and yeah, you know, so typical yeah. quarter midget deal uh <laughs> so i did that then i ran uh, a couple different midget series from the time i was 13 to 16 and a half 17 right. um won a bunch of midget races never really ran anything full-time to chase a championship um 2010 so i was 16 yeah i wasn't 17 yet february 2010 I wrecked a midget really bad at uh, the dirt track at Las Vegas. Yeah. Got hurt really bad. Spent seven days in ICU. Is oh, this wow. the clavicle, the ribs? And yeah, everything? I broke both my collarbones yeah. and some ribs. Puncture yeah. and clasped my lungs. Is this the is this the picture I've seen with your eyes? Yeah, they're all. I like almost popped my eyeballs out of my head, so yeah. they're all filled up with blood. Yeah, there's a, there's a if you Google image search like Alex Bowman, you'll see it somewhere. Yeah, in there. I mean it looks like you just got the crap beat out. Oh, of it was bad. Yeah. Um, I got back in the car like five weeks later. <laughs> Couldn't pull my seatbelts tight because my collarbones were still broken. But I got back in the car. You did it. Go. All right. Um, and yeah, so I did that. Uh, when that happened, my family was very set on going stock car racing just because it's safer. I had already moved to North Carolina. I was working with um, Joe Custer at uh, what's now Stuart Haas yeah. Racing. Yeah. Cole Custer. Um, because yeah, you knew Cole's this was, dad. Yeah. You moved because you knew this is the scene you had to be in if it's weird. Yeah, and... Um, Joe convinced us to move. They were going to start a development program. Yeah. I ran. I basically they gave me a shop, and 
a couple guys and a credit card and we built some midgets and oh, went racing so um towards the end of the year ran a couple pro cup races uh like the old hooters pro cup yep, series yep. um then went i ran the e-series the following year um yep, yep i won rookie of the year against chase elliott yeah chase elliott was in the hendrick car I was not in a Hendrick car. <laughs> Just, Understood. you know, you I'm, never, I'm, okay. never him, I'm never you, letting him live that one now. down. No. You are but, now. Um, but, yeah. Put the so, knife down. And then <laughs> Put the knife down. Towards the end of that year, I ran two ARCA races, won both the ARCA races that I ran, uh, then ran full-time the next year, won a bunch of races, um, then went Nationwide Series, was now Xfinity Series racing. Right, right. So no um, Kyle Larson moments of winning – all the divisions at the four crown or right. stuff like that but won a lot um but winning yeah which definitely is the big name of the game yeah here. definitely yeah, winning yeah. just never past i mean really past 2012 i 2012 was literally the last thing i last time i won anything right i don't even think i've won a go-kart race since then <laughs> so um so yeah going to charlotte and winning was was really special because of how long it had been yeah yeah but and it gets uh, who you beat yeah you know, and you sat on the couch all year, and half that, well, ninety <laughs> percent of that field's been racing every weekend. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was a big deal, man. I um, think you might have missed each other, but did you race the indomitable Tim George Jr.? I did in eleven. Oh, how'd that go? Um, well, I won, and you he won didn't. both. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm good. I got a, I have a, I have a great Tim George Jr. story. Oh, I love a great yes. Tim George Jr. story. Oh, Are you guys friends? No, I hate him. You hate him. Uh, I worked with him in sports cars for years, so I have okay. plenty of Tim George stories as well. So, Tim George. Uh, Thank you. I am at Iowa running the ARCA race in 2012. Okay. He's driving a truck for RCR at the time. They didn't bring a spotter for him. I don't. I guess they just forgot. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. He doesn't listen anyway. Yeah, he's not gonna make three laps. Never spotted in my life. But I didn't have enough money to buy a plane ticket to get home from Iowa. We won the Arca race the night before, and the next day, RCR is like, "Hey, we'll give you a ride home if you spot for Tim." Yeah. So I made my professional, my <laughs> first and only professional spotting start. Right. For Tim George Jr. Timothy George Jr. How'd it go? We didn't hit anything, so oh, I am oh, the champion. You, dude, you are a hero. <laughs> <laughs> you could cure cancer. You could do anything. Where were you spawning? Iowa? Iowa. Mm -hmm. And you don't have enough money to get home. Mm -hmm. So It's a little different from some of the guys out there. I was going to say, like, with all due respect, I, for some reason, and I might be confusing you with another, like, young kid that races stock cars, I thought you had, a like, a backer or, like, some family money or something. Um, and I so thought that's where the BKR thing came came in because those guys needed money, right? Or Yeah, so I did Sorry if I have that wrong. No, but. it's, um, we put together a little bit of an investment group and kind of okay. tried to do some stuff in 13 primarily to, to mm -hmm. run that Xfinity mm -hmm. car, Nationwide Series car with Robbie So investment Benton. group would be, like, the... We talk about this a lot with some of our open wheel guys, yeah. like a team of, of local people you grew up with who a little bit stalking you, so to speak. Um, a lot of it was uh, I had this like brand management company that had a bunch of different companies and um, tried to put stuff together and did like a, a very small amount of investment group stuff and right. just did what we could. It wasn't enough by any means. Like we didn't even make it to the end of the season. Um, it was nowhere near enough to do it competitively. But going forward, I mean, that was it. So the BK Racing deal, that was nothing for me. Um, I don't, you know, my, my family's done well for themselves. Like, they, but they're, they're comfortable. But, like, my dad drives a Honda Civic, like a 2000 You're Honda damn Civic. damn right he does. With, like, 350,000 miles on it and no air conditioning. 
So in Arizona, it's, it's not like <laughs> Arizona, right? Yeah. It's not like we're. It's not like my family can afford to be like, hey, for the next five years, we're gonna fund you six million dollars a year to go run a nationwide car. Poorly, right. yeah. Use a spot for those guys instead. <laughs> what was that out loud? I, I, thought I, I was thinking. Did I say it? It's been a long day. Yeah. Not yeah, everything will make it. That'll probably make it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't afford to fly yourself home, obviously you're not coming from a spoiled background. Like, my dad had some cool cars growing up and stuff, and I got to be around a lot of cool stuff. But he is, like, very tight with money. Oh, okay. So, like, when it came to, like, if I asked my dad for money, he would just laugh. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I used to have to borrow money from him for stuff, and, like, I lived up the road in one of Dale Jr.'s townhouses for $700 a month. Nice. And I had a roommate, so it was only $350 a month. Even better. Good and my dad's that. like, and that was utilities and everything. Yeah. And my dad's like, I really think you're going to have to find something cheaper. <laughs> like, this is way oh too much for me to be helping you out yeah. with. Yeah. And I'm like, it's literally not possible. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you opened the door. We have yet to hear anyone tell the story of the Dale Jr. compound. The, uh, I really haven't spent that much time on it. Have you done the whiskey route? Like I haven't. I've never been there. Damn it! I, I lived there and I've never been there. Okay, but so but Do you so you, but you lived on the. I bet they signed an NDA. Yeah, that's what's happening. Do you sign an no. NDA? Sign I really that didn't. Dale okay. ND, that DNDA, that DJ. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long night. <laughs> um, but like so like it's the same general property, right? That mm -hmm. your townhouse was in. So like it's what, it's a thousand acres. Is that what I heard? Some crazy thing. Some I don't know if I mean, it's, it's a full lot. Like, it's its own zip code, basically. It's a no. whole campus. I mean, it's a lot of land, but it's not. Right. I mean, like, there's houses on it. Like, his family, some of his family Doesn't members. Blaney live on it now? Yeah, Blaney has a house there. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's his own zip code. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has buffalo, so, you know, they need some room. Yeah, sure, sure. Are they caged, or are they just roaming around? What's <laughs> up? So, they have, like, a perimeter. Okay. And you write checks to, like, him? Dirty Mo Acres. Yep. yep. Ah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. But you've yet to see the entire place. Cause like Just not the western town. Okay, that's okay. Uh, that's all we want. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, who do we go? Where do we, who's got the goods? Blaney here? has. Okay. okay. That's, well, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Important question. Pet insurance. <laughs> means you got a pet. Yeah. Finn and Roscoe. I got two dogs. Okay. Finn's a lab. He's mm -hmm. a self-proclaimed dog whisperer, Sean. Yep. Well, my dogs are terrible, so it's really <laughs> a, it's a joke. I'm not good at it, but I can whisper. Um, Roscoe is a mutt. He's like beagle something mix. He's okay. like five. I've had yeah. him since 2013. Uh, or, yeah. So he's almost five. Because um, So the, the girlfriend is relatively new. How do, you, how do you maintain a life with dogs in your travel schedule? Um, so I had an ex-girlfriend. Copy. She, for well, a long well, time, that was, uh, that was it. But now they go to boarding at the, at, I work with a trainer. Because yeah. okay. Roscoe has some behavioral Issues, so he um, he definitely spends a lot of time with the trainer. Yeah. Um, just being a rescue, I don't really know what his deal is. He's very dog aggressive, so we're trying to help him with that. Other than that, he's a great dog. Just hates new dogs. Mm -hmm. um, and then Finn is like full off leash trained and everything, yeah. so he does his thing there too while I'm gone, and they love it there. So, but other than that, they just kind of hang out. Finn goes everywhere. Um, I'm going to try to take him to as many races as I can. Yeah. Dale doesn't know it yet, but he's totally coming on Dale's plane next year. So. Oh, wait. So you don't fly on 
on the team plane? I, I do, but when Dale's plane is available, I, I try okay. to make that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to say no. When's the Alex Bowman plane showing up? Never. That is one thing. <laughs> He's like, so some learn. of these guys are like going to have to race till they're 200. Pay to, off all the shit, right? Yeah, yeah, they just spend money on the dumbest stuff. <laughs> is this, uh, <laughs> is this uh, like part of your dad's upbringing you think of just, you know, don't spend anything that you don't really need? I mean. Keep in mind you have a Porsche. Yeah, you do. Have, uh, yeah, uh, but, does, but, it, but it's well, a 996 cars, and it doesn't Cars work. are different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I paid 33 grand for a 30,000 mile. 911 turbo. That's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, that's a good deal. Yeah. yeah, it's not a helipad. And then I spend another 150 on it because it keeps breaking. <laughs> right. But, you know. Right. Well, hey. But um, no, I mean, my dad. Even I think he has too much house because it's just him and my stepmom, mm-hmm. and like he has like 5,500 square feet. Like this, like may as well be a mansion at that point. Like, <laughs> right. What do you do? Yeah. I bought a house last year, and my shop is bigger than my house. Right. So I have like 2,000 square foot of house, 2,000 square foot of shop. Right. And a three-car garage. So, so you, they, we, they just announced that Kevin Hanlon's going to be spotting for you next year at Hendrick. He's been Casey Kane's spotter for a couple of years. And he was your landlord for a while, right? Yeah. I, I rented his house. <laughs> yeah. Is that a first in NASCAR? Like where a, It might be. Yeah. I mean, very well could be. I, I really like Kevin. Yeah, um, he's the man. The biggest thing for me was I wanted somebody who wanted to work with me. Uh, okay. And I could really, like, no offense to TJ, but TJ was like, ah, I got to get this and I got to get that and blah, blah, blah. And Kevin's like, I want to do it. Like, I want to go yeah. win races. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, let's do it. So we uh, met up with Cole Pern. It felt like a year ago, but it was like five days ago. <laughs> it was literally this uh, <laughs> Within Tuesday. a week, yeah. Uh, he talked quite a bit about um, – sim work within as much as he could say uh that's been kind of your job for the last year what does a sim test driver do for a cup team so i have two vastly different roles um i have what i do for pratt and miller okay and i have what i do for hendrick motorsports and pratt miller i mean obviously for those of us on the sports car side are very familiar but are they doing a lot of the infrastructure work for the sim setup yeah so they do all the stuff they build the same and everything and it's, it's in their is building. Is local or is this in Detroit? It's local here. Okay. They have one in Detroit too, I believe, right. but um, there's the one car stuff. about seven miles from here. So, okay. um, so this is this is a GM setup that anybody yeah. can use within the camp? Yep. Okay. And so when I drive the wheel force car, I do all the data correlation. I'm sincere in this. I don't know what a wheel force car is. So wheel oh. force car is a race car that has like all the data that you could possibly get off of it, like okay. every sensor, and it's got wheel force transducers for okay. wheels. Okay, so, so it's they're it's really a, heavy. It's a test mill you're running around the track to get yep. all yeah. the data yep. you can. Okay. So, okay. once Goodyear picks a tire, we go got back it. there with the wheel force cars to get tire okay. data for like all three manufacturers right. do it. And then I go to the simulator and try to make the simulator drive like the wheel force car did okay. to like correlate the tire data. Yeah. And then I'll go back with Hendrick Motorsports and make like build like our model okay. and our version of and this is Hendrick's own proprietary yep, thing yep. okay and we'll go in there and uh, and run that so it's definitely um, so wow that's a hell of a so it goes from this physical beast of the wheel force car yep then you're testing this Pratt built GM yep rig that's for any GM team yep and now you're taking that data and going to a third setup which is just what Hendrick is doing <coughs> well so we use the sim the physical simulator of like that Pratt and Miller has okay but we use our like load in okay, setup. So, 
Henry comes with their specific yep. car setup for whatever racetrack yeah. you're going to. So okay. um, it's a lot of long days in there. We've kind of shortened them up. There's no more seven to six thirties. We're trying to break the day up a little bit because it's you can only play video right. games so long. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's been a really useful tool. Last year I used it a lot pre-race and post-race. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, this year, kind of since I'm not racing, I'm not really on that side of it as much. But right. Basically, my job right now in the simulator is to get everything ready for when Jimmy and Chase and Casey and, and Dale come in. So Okay. So um, they do use it, too? Yep. Okay. I just get it the best I can and drive in as realistic as I can. Okay. And then they come in and run their stuff. So is it is it adjusting setups for the sake of seeing what setup on your end, not necessarily Jimmy's end? Is it adjusting setups for the sake of understanding what the car is doing or adjusting kind of configuration so that the car is as accurate as it can be so that when Jimmy gets I in, I try to make it more accurate. Copy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so while, while that's taking place, they have somebody that brings you the Cheetos? Or how does... Because when I play video games, if I'm not right. fueled up, you know? I mean... Yeah, they won't let me take food in it. I'm not surprised. Okay. It's probably extremely expensive. Yeah, probably a little bit, but... <laughs> it's just a... It's an iRacing or a PS4 or something? Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's, it's a, yeah. We have an Xbox. Oh, pitching. Okay. Right on. Yeah, okay. right yeah. on. Yeah. It's Xbox 2, though. It's not a 1. Okay. It's not even out yet, but <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sweet, I guess. Yeah. But do yeah. you play iRacing? I do, uh, but pavement iRacing no longer exists. Only dirt only. That's all oh, you do for you. For you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, that's dirt. inaccurate. Because uh, <laughs> the uh, I don't play iRacing as much as I would like to, but I cannot get over the stock car community in terms of how much they all talk. While racing, it, it's on racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. about that yeah. doesn't matter, or no one's at fault for being racing. I cannot like. I know you have the ability to mute it, but I'm like, no, I want this because yeah, it's part it. of the experience of just all the that gets. Talked. I mute everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my like voice chat is is disabled yeah, on yeah. iRacing because it's just stupid and then you get on like hosted races and they're like if you don't talk with the mic i'm kicking you out yes. <laughs> okay steve from iowa right, yeah. <laughs> have a nice day my bad but yeah that the dirt sprint car stuff on iRacing is a lot of fun it's yeah. pretty good nobody likes yeah. to run the non-wing cars but that's kind of what you so do so much right? more fun so yeah that's what i try to race on there that i mean the wing cars are cool too but yeah. the non-wing stuff's more fun if you're going to drive the 88 and you're gonna you're sort of gonna be under the the watchful eyes of Mr. Dale Jr. The Dale. Have <coughs> you seen the movie Three on ESPN? ESPN classics or films or yeah, you can see it on YouTube. So I'm not gonna lie right now. Oh okay, no. here we go. Oh no. I was a much. If I'm gonna like think of an like an old driver that I looked up to and wanted oh to be like, no. here we go. It's not Senior. Uh, you can't say that. Just set the headset down and walk away. Was it Wall Trip? <laughs> Was it Waltrip, you son of a bitch? Tim Richmond. Oh, well, yeah, hey, well, you're back in. Welcome right. back. Right. Welcome back to the yeah, family. Okay, close one. We're the all 30 good. for 30 on okay. Tim Richmond is like yeah. Yeah, on yeah, repeat yeah. at my house. The real cold trickle. Well, yeah. when you get a chance, listen to the Jerry Punch episode because he had a lot of Tim Richmond stories that we kind of just asked on a whim. You're like, okay. what about Tim Richmond? He's like, oh, let me tell you all about how this is. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty cool stuff. So um, was, it, right. was it the flair behind the wheel or was it, was it just sort of you want You don't strike me to have his lifestyle. He's like, well, kind of. No. Um, <laughs> well, I have something to confess. Yeah. <laughs> this changed. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I like people that have been successful without being a robot. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, I don't. I knew you were going to say. So, I have a bar at my house, and the whole I decorated the whole room, and it's all Tim Richmond, James Hunt. And James Dean stuff. Nice, interesting. So what's 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 interesting to me is, and maybe I, I mean I don't know you, but uh, you, 
You don't strike me as James Hunter Timbersman like in your sort of demeanor here, but maybe this is what you're like today with us. Yeah, I mean, I just like that they were different. Okay. You know, and that they, I mean, Tim was on a whole nother level of being a race car driver. Yeah. Like, he was probably better than anybody's ever going to be. Just in, like, he sat out and came back and won <laughs> kind of just like I did, obviously sitting out for vastly different reasons. But yeah. um, I, I just think he was so good. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I've always been a huge fan. And, um, could, and he could back up sort of the, the flamboyance by being the yeah, 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 he was his own person for sure. Um, I don't know. I just think people like that, you look at the way he rattled Dale Sr. Mm -hmm. or the way James Hunt rattled, I mean, the Formula One crowd in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I'm vastly different than, I mean, I'm not them by any means, yeah. but I'm vastly different than the average cup driver, NASCAR yeah. driver, period. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, like, I kind of, like, I'm one of, like, kind of like the outcast of the group somewhat, kind of <laughs> sure. like they were, yeah. obviously for different reasons, but yeah, I don't know, I, for whatever reason, just kind of attracted to that. Yeah. Well, we're way on board. Well, here's <laughs> the deal. You need to do some Willie T. Ribs research. Okay. Yeah, because that dude is going to be right on the mantle on the bar next yep. to the others. And yep. I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. We did our episode with him last night that we recorded. It was yep. just like, holy And And like, just if we're talking James Hunt, Tim Richmond numbers yeah. yeah willie t says he's hitting uh he's batting 500 500 five so i don't i don't we don't need to get into your numbers right now <laughs> right but, now but, but, but we will. we'll wait uh, <laughs> more beer uh but uh yeah but it but let's just say i'm, I'm, I'm guessing you're sporting rookie numbers right now <laughs> those are rookie, those numbers. Are rookie numbers kid. no hoblo inglis <laughs> <laughs> when you get that call that like hey you're going this way to go you know run with them full time do you do it text or tweet Tommy Baldwin you know do you just, have, do you just want to be like hey oh uh, he's hey, the just, only one that hasn't like texted me and said congrats yeah he like, knows him and Robbie Benton are the only two people that like I've ever worked with that did not say anything which it's fine I get it um you know it's unfortunate because I really both of them I really liked working with mm -hmm. and they just didn't really like me obviously but um you know it's really hard when I gotta like if I was a car owner and I thought my equipment could run fifth and it ran 11th every week and nothing we did made it go any better than 11th, be like, maybe we got to switch it up. Sure. Um, so I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but when you switch it up and then you start running 25th. Sure. I'm like, hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Check out this new 88 car. Yeah. Did but anyone ever whisper in your ear with Mr. Hendrick on things not to do? You know, don't look him in the eye. Don't wear no. denim. You know, <laughs> some weird thing that we don't know about. No, I can't think of any like big don't dos with yeah. him. He's such like a good person. Yeah. You hear so many stories about like people that work for him, their kids or wives, or they they themselves got sick and had to have some crazy special operation mm -hmm. done, and he like puts them on his jet and flies them to whatever really? the best doctor yeah. in the world is yeah. and gets it done. Like. Yeah. He's just that type of person. Yeah, he's stuff you don't hear about. He's just a great guy. Yeah. Um, he's definitely like he demands performance. You know, right. it's, mm -hmm. he, we we're the biggest team. We have probably the most employees. Probably the biggest shop. Yeah. The nicest everything. You know, we need to be winning races and championships, and that's what he expects. Right. Yeah. 
obviously not racing this year. Um, there's going to be some rust and yeah. some mistakes and stuff. And um, and even though you ran with those guys last year, the blending is still yeah. going to take a little bit of work, I assume. Yeah. So, it, I mean, if we go out, I wouldn't be shocked if we went and won a bunch of races next year and won a championship. I but, like this confidence. But I, really I, do. I really feel like, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to take some time to get going. Sure. You know. More important questions. So you haven't seen three. Mm -mm. Okay. I probably have. I just. Oh, you'd know. You'd know. Okay. I guess I haven't. Right. Pepper. Yeah. It, it, this <laughs> is your this is your homework from watching this because uh, there is a very important thing that that is taught, which is if you don't perform, if you don't take it seriously, you're going to end up working at the mill. Or going back. Or to going it. back to the mill. Yeah. So uh, has has Dale Jr. ever mentioned that you might end up at the mill if you're not more careful? Definitely not. <laughs> okay. I would like Thank to see you. him in a mill. Sure. <laughs> should, we need you to start dropping that in just to see if he understands. Yeah. I ain't going back to that mill. <laughs> Can you just say that for us? I ain't going back to that mill. <laughs> Boom. It's, like it's real. It's real. It's literally I was driving across West Texas for like eight hours. I ain't going back to that mill, Sean. <laughs> I ain't going back to that podcast this, mill. Yeah, we're making that podcast money. <laughs> this podcast is going to make we it. Gotta go. I ain't going back. We got to make it. So the nickname thing. Oh, gosh. We got to do it. We have to have one. We got to do it. And you don't have one yet. What do you. No, no, he does have a nickname. He hates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is on record stated he is not a fan. He's not. the worst. Who who started that? I don't know, but I want to punch him. Is this Bad Luck Bowman we're talking about? No, no, no. The Showman. Oh, The Showman. It's terrible. I understand. Alex The Showman Bowman. Yeah. There was a figure skater with the last name of Bowman who had that nickname. Oh. The Showman? Christopher Bowman. Wow. Always The Showman. Wow, but so he, he lived up to it. He also guy. he also died from wow. from showman from being a showman. No, from a drug overdose. <laughs> but, um, Whoa! Yeah, he was actually kind of the Tim Richmond of figure skating. I'm not making this up. Christopher Bowman. You, you just said that. Yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. Richmond. He was the Tim skating. Richmond of figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna take a little bit of thought process. Wow. Yeah. All right, but come on, is getting deep. Yeah. <laughs> Some, somewhere along the lines, you got the showman. What had it been deserved? Had you won anything like? Well, no. I, it goes back. No, because like, I, I don't win. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, it, someone's just like, this rhymes, go. You yeah, know? I think so. Um, I did something really dumb a couple of years ago. 2014, with my uh, sweet super speedway qualifying skills, we qualified dead last at Daytona. Nice. nice. And it was pouring rain. Well, that's a lot of driver talent there. Yeah, so it's, driver, yeah. it's all driver. One day you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. someday I'll figure it out. <laughs> and it was pouring rain. It was going to rain out the race. Mm -hmm. like, we knew we weren't racing. We're doing driver intros, and people are packed because driver intros at Daytona are always kind of a big deal. And the stage is a tarp, and it is soaked. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to do a slip and slide across driver intro stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did it. Dylan was pissed, too. Yeah, wait. When did the Austin Dylan slide show up? Oh, way after. Oh, oh shit. Thrown down. Man. Shots fired. Thank you. Right. So I did this slip and slide. Because Dale, I asked Dale, I was like, hey, if I, like, give me 500 retweets on my tweet and I'll do it. <laughs> and it had, like, 2 million retweets in 30 seconds because Dale Market, tweeted marketing it. Marketing genius. I like yeah. it. Uh -huh. okay. And uh, so, yeah, I did the slip and slide. And I think it came from that. I'm not quite sure. But there's pictures of it. It was amazing. The yeah. crowd, you would have thought they announced Dale Jr. Right. And really, they just announced Dale Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> And, Thank uh, you. But Dylan's thing came after this. 
I guess. I don't. Unoriginal bastard. Yeah, I don't know. I hate him even more now. Are no, you, uh, you don't like Austin and Ty? They're my best friend. Wait, hang on. Well, hold on. I didn't say anything about Ty. No. Yeah, yeah. You like Ty? I, 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 I'm not. I, why put me on the spot? We're not super, <laughs> off, <laughs> super off the record. No, no. So well, this is on the record. No, this is on the record. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the NASCAR Chasm yeah. episode. We're not anti Austin Dillon. At we just all. noticed that he has a lot of bits. His his celebration is filled with thirty five things he has to fit in. Yeah. Now it's the slide, and yeah. now it's the donuts, and now he does the bullhorns and the Doing slides the across the grass yeah, and a dab. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's like, why don't you just be Austin Dillon? Literally, they like the look over. Everyone's like, we gotta we gotta go. They're shutting the lights <laughs> off, man. Like, come on. That's yeah. that's it. That's our entire Austin Dillon thing. Yeah. Okay. So now that we know he stole the slide from you, who else is he stealing? Stuff yeah. What from? else yeah. is? Well, he stole the dab. Well, the from, dab like, is stolen from Newton. Yeah, Carolina, yeah. right? So. so. Mm. All right. Mm. Okay. So we got to we got to get this 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 uh, nickname, nickname sorted out here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right? So you're out on the showman. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. What's your middle name? Michael. Damn it. Okay, it's just a normal middle that's name. Just a, that's my middle name. Okay. What about? I'm just firing off the cuff here or using a website that I looked up earlier. <laughs> Alex the Incredible Sulk Bowman. Sulk? The Incredible Sulk? That's what it says. Is that like I sulk a lot, but I'm incredible? Thank That's you. what they called the Hulk when he was three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nope, I no, think you're out on that one? Yeah. Okay. okay. Another random. Uh, Alex Toots Magoots. Bowman. <laughs> it's better than the showman. <laughs> All right. So, so that's, a, that's a, a vote. It's, that's li- a warm it's listed as, as a friendly nickname for a flatulent person. Okay. It's friendly. How about the yeoman? The yeoman? No. Yeoman. Okay. No. Out. No. That's worse than the showman? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, you know, we're thinking ladies so far, here. Toots Magoots is the winner. You you actually had front Roman I did. Bowman. Yeah. I'm pretty good at qualifying. Yeah, yeah you see, are. Front Roman that's, Bowman. Yeah. 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 We'll just say, right. Okay. Nemechek. Beat it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. okay. Front Roman Bowman. Will you give us credit if you? Yeah. Hundred okay. percent. So you've met you've met Rami. Yes, Rami. Um, Are you, you're in the book. Yeah, I'm in the book. He came to Victory Lane when I won Charlotte. How? How did he get in there? Uh, well, he yelled at my dad. Oh, good. He, he was Mr. Bowman. <laughs> Can you get me into Victory Lane? And I looked at my dad like. Don't, don't freaking do it. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So he didn't get into Victory Lane, but when I finally got out of the media center after everything. And I go back to the holler to change, and I walk out of the holler, and yeah, there's there Ramos. Yeah. Wait, he didn't leave. All right. Yeah. So he just loves taking pictures on both sides of people. Right. Yeah. And, like, at this point, so whoever, he's always gets somebody else to take this picture. Yep. Right. And they're always, like, they take the first picture, and they think they're done. Nope. And yep. he's like, oh, no, no, no. Dri- yeah, yeah, yeah. Driver change. Yeah. yeah. And then he swaps sides. So yeah, yeah. I'm, like, to the point where I just walk around Rami instead of making Rami walk yeah, around yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people are like, why? What are you doing? Just like, get it over. Because you know. Yep. So you uh, caught a lot of flack, like, was it like two <laughs> weeks ago about crashing? Yeah. So we showed up to Martinsville with the Wheel Force car, which yeah. is about 100 pounds. It's at least 100 pounds heavier than a regular race car. It was yeah. an open test. So all the teams were there. Yeah. Um, the wheel force cars, less downforce, bunch of data, heavy, no brake cooling, no yeah. tire cooling, like shouldn't go fast. And we were P1 on the board all morning oh, nice. against the whole field, which was really funny. Uh, made some people really sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm all like, yeah, I just won Charlotte. Now I'm here and we're P1 right. with the damn right. wheel force car. <laughs> and in the afternoon, uh, Somehow, brake lever got knocked back. Somebody leaning in and out of the car, something. Um, I got into turn one, and I gunsled in the dang wheel force car. Right. I backed it right in the fence. Yeah. And uh, 
I actually I caught a lot of flack for it uh, because it's a big deal because the wheel force transducers are so expensive. Right. That car's got probably a million and a half worth of sensors on it. Yeah. yeah. And um, I got very fortunate. I crunched the left rear of the tail, but like didn't damage any of the sensors. Right. Didn't touch the wheel. Like didn't even break the arm, the big old arms that hang off of it. Um, and like people are on Twitter saying <laughs> I cost like six hundred thousand dollars, and like right. this is so costly. Yeah. And then people are on Reddit like, oh, I'm an engineer. That slip sensor needs to go back to the UK to get recalibrated. And blah. I'm like, we didn't touch any of that. We got like the left rear of the body. We were back on track in two hours. Like, right. you guys are ridiculous. I, I saw on Twitter that some like a journalist. I don't remember who it was. You probably do. They, the quote was. Uh, Bowman destroys yeah. wheel force car and then you it quoted you're like let's J- calm down we're actually already driving it again yeah you, it was like know? I think it was Jerry Jordan and he said something and then Parker said something and then it was on Reddit and then Alan Kavana <laughs> Copa. tweeted Copa yep, yeah tweeted yeah. the Reddit link and I was like stop mm. like <laughs> you guys really off. need because I clicked on the Reddit thing and like they were go- they were being stupid, like, oh, he shouldn't be driving it that hard, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wasn't even driving it hard. It wheel-hopped on corner entry. Like, nothing I can do once it's yeah. backwards. Yeah. Like, it had it had all front brake to it the last run, and then I go out in the yeah. first corner. It's got a bunch of rear brake to it. I had no idea. And it's really easy to wheel-hop there, which you wouldn't really think on an oval with, like, no downshifts or anything. Sure, it would be easy to wheel-hop, but... You unload the back of the car so hard, and you're turning so many RPM getting into the corner. Denny Hamlin did it leading the race there two years ago all by himself yeah. and destroyed the thing yeah. like junk. Yeah. So it's definitely easy to do. Explain wheel hopping to the kid listening to this that's only ever driven a Formula car or a go-kart or something. So basically, when you get on the brakes really hard and you decompress the back of the car, it literally just starts bounce in the rear tires yeah and like through the it just every like all the deceleration through the drivetrain makes everything start hopping and you literally bounce the back tires right. all the way into the corner right and you can do it on downshifts you can do it just on using the brake pedal wrong there's yeah. all kinds of different ways to make it happen but it's always embarrassing yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel good <laughs> what do you do to mitigate it uh you can either hit the throttle or grab the clutch. Yeah. But the problem with it at Martinsville is you really can't do either one of those and still make the corner. Let's say you need to be on full diesel um, at that point. So basically, once it it was pretty like yawed out rather quickly. So I just stood in the throttle to try to push myself down the racetrack, yeah. um, and then got slowed down as much as I could and yeah. literally barely touched the wall. Right. So and then destroyed the car. In a yeah, and then it was yeah. all this money. Yeah. And I had a reporter walk up to me and ask me, does that come out? Do you owe them money now? And right. I was like, yeah, because I'm a pay driver that only tests. Like, I'm really We confused. only bring in our guy that pays to develop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so one of the funniest videos I've seen of, of, well, a lot of people in racing, but of you particularly, is the wheel tire fire at oh, yeah. La- Loudon. Loudon. Yeah. Yeah, I gunselmaned that car, too. <laughs> <laughs> so... Go on YouTube, type in uh, Bowman Tire Fire or something. Yeah, but just Loudon d- des- 2015. Yeah, describe that whole situation because it's it's a it's calamity. So going to Loudon with and uh, also like to start interrupt, but like we don't have tire bead issues and yeah. things like that in sports car racing. So some of our followers probably don't have a clue. Yeah, because your cars aren't ancient; they don't weigh 3,500 pounds. So going to Loudon with Tommy Baldwin is not fun <laughs> to begin with. He hates the place. Okay. I hate the place. 
our car was terrible off the truck. We were terrible, and the whole flying up there, the whole team's like, "Oh, we're going to Loudon. We've been terrible there for forever." And yeah. I'm like, "Well, I ran really good there last year. Like, maybe we'll be good." Yeah. Nope. <laughs> 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 terrible, and we uh, were too tight. Popped right front tire from being too tight from from the heat. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if we melted a bead or just. Yeah. Captain but Camber or something. Yeah, if, if a car is not handling the things you do, overheat the brakes, they overheat yep. the front end, whatever yeah. it is. Sure. Yeah, and the brakes get so hot that the bead of the tire will actually melt yeah. and pop the tire. It's incredible. So we um, we do that, and I keep it on the wall somehow. I come down pit road, we put a tire on it, and they're like, you're on fire. I'm <laughs> like, well, it's rubber, right? It'll go out. I didn't hit anything. It's like rubber wrapped around the spindle. <laughs> Tommy's like, go, go, go. Get out of the pit box. It'll go out. And it's like roaring yeah. at this point. Yeah, the whole right front of the car. And I'm fire. like, what is going on? I mean, like, when you watch this video, they have the wheel off. There's fire everywhere. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we'll put it out. All right, wheels off. We'll put another <laughs> one on, and it immediately is like, <laughs> you're like, what? So like, then, like, he's like, back it up, bring it back to the pits. And I'm like, Tommy, this thing is burning to the ground. I'm getting out. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't like fire. Like, peace. Yeah. Um, and he keeps saying over the radio, no, you're staying in it. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we, I get out, and a safety crew. I'm just standing there, like, today, Junior. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's it's a lot of fire. Yeah, it's a lot of fire. And this this poor guy gets out <laughs> of the safety truck and extinguishes himself. He immediately eats shit. He falls immediately and shit. blows the fire extinguisher all over himself. None of it makes it on the race car. Every bit of it makes it on his face. <laughs> and you you just like you're like God damn it. You like have I was a just like, it's so funny. I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> could, could this day get any worse? Right, right. Which it can. Oh. Because we fixed it. Oh, we you went back out. We put a new oil line on it. Oh, no way. But um, so all the brake ducts and everything are rubber or fiberglass uh -huh. or carbon fiber. Yeah. So they all melted off the car when the whole thing was heat. on fire. But, <laughs> yeah. but we went back out. Yeah, but, send you know, it. Send it. We just melted a bead from too much heat because the car was too tight. When it had ducks. When it had brake ducks. <laughs> right. We take the white flag. I go into turn one. The thing goes straight. <laughs> so the car was perfectly fine right. up until that, right? Like it had some, it needed a right front fender because we popped a tire, but that was it. Yeah. Throw it away. Yeah. We were 85 laps down out there for absolutely no doing? reason other right. than riding around. Tommy was like, send it. Still yeah. going to send it. <laughs> and it... <laughs> and then he wrote it off. Larry and Tyser destroyed that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and then we went back to Loudon. Like, what, two months later, they go there again. And uh, guess what? We popped a right front tire and knocked the wall down again. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, not my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're going to win there next year. Like, I, this um, place is great. I raced there <laughs> three times last year, once in an Xfinity car and twice in a cup car, and I popped zero right front tires. Oh, weird. Huh. So. Strange. Oh, that, awesome. Are you a Netflix guy at all? Movie guy? Yeah, I so I just started Game of Thrones. Just started. Yeah, probably a month ago and I'm they on season all four. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Every single <laughs> one of them dies. It's driving me crazy. Um I'm trying to think what else. The following was really good, the killing was really good, um Ozark was really good. Yeah, I, I like I like Ozark. Yeah, yeah, Ozark well, I'm looking forward to going yeah. yeah. And then um I really liked Narcos yeah. the first yeah. season. Second yeah. season, I kind of lost Same. my interest. Same. Um, True Detective first season was really good. Second season sucked. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, trying to think, what else? Ballers is pretty good. Yeah. Entourage was amazing. Yeah. 
So that kind of stuff. So you're a big Blink-182 fan? Oh, yeah. I love music. Yeah. Um, really into, like, punk. And at the same time, I really like, like, not really, like, super metal, but, like, post-hardcore stuff. Um, so, yeah, big Blink fan. Always have been. I did that Blink-182 helmet. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, something it was pretty cool. I wore that at Charlotte when we won. Yeah. So that was cool. That's cool. Um, have you met any of those guys? Yeah, I went to, they had a show in Greenville, mm -hmm. South Carolina. Um and they saw that helmet on social media and like DM'd me and I got oh, VIP cool and like I, like all, I got to take all my friends. Yeah. Oh wow. So like I had a bunch of people there and went so VIP. It's like entourage on entourage. Yeah, basically. it was yeah. really cool and like I got to spend some time talking with them. Yeah. And like I was like this is totally a PR person like that did all this. Right. And then Matt Skiba is like, so what's the deal on the top of the helmet? Like what's the like yeah, the air hose? Actually oh, like, so they were really so yeah, like yeah, yeah. he had actually seen it, which was I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. That's cool. So that was really cool. They they seem like really good guys. Yeah. I was kind of, I mean they're rock stars, so they can be. But they sure. were they were yeah. like genuine good people. Yeah. And how long ago this? How long ago was this? It was last year. Well, they're they're also a little bit of an exception in the sense that like they've seen some. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, and like, like yeah. yeah, and like horrendous accidents yeah. and things like that. Things that most rock bands don't. Travis go was definitely out of it, kind of doing yeah. his own thing. Uh -huh. But Mark and and uh, and Matt were really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's cool. kind yeah. of the stigma. Yeah. All right, I got to know about the, the the on the metal side. Um, I'm a big Ask Alexandria fan because I really like Danny Warsnop. I'm now learning how old I am. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, Bring Me the Horizons really good. They're yeah, really good no. live. Um, Is this the shit that Blaney and Bubba are you making this up? Yeah. 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 Everything yeah. sounds just like yeah. <laughs> It's not. It's not quite that <laughs> bad. Penetrating. It's just like it's like da, 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 the whole time. And so what's what's the name of your death metal band? Of mine? Yeah. yeah. I don't have one. Yeah, you're going to make one. No. Then. How about Penetrarium? <laughs> sure. We'll go <laughs> with that. Okay. Hadiators. Hadiators. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, so I really like those two bands. I Prevail is really good. But then I also like, like, alt-rock and, like, punkish stuff, like mm -hmm. Neck Deep and okay. stuff like that. Literally, I can't name any of those bands. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to check out Neck Deep. Neck Deep's All really right. good. If you like Blink, you'll like Neck Deep. So you're, okay. you're 24? Yep. I'm 33. How old do you think Sean is? 42. Close enough, I'll give you the pass. <laughs> How old are you? 38. 38. But I also haven't slept in the, the, the beard. Yeah. yeah. See, that's and, and the Eddie, beard is starting to gray. Eddie Gossage thought he was like 51. Yeah, he thought we were like the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a bad day. It was a bad day. <laughs> it was kind of yeah, similar. It was about the same sleep cycle, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, you got like the bags under your eyes right now. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks. You know, you I just can took it playing. as age, but it's probably <laughs> the lack of sleep. <laughs> so let's, let's play devil's advocate. Uh, go to Daytona. Motor blows up. You know, and the whole season just goes to next year, and they go, "We're done with this. You're out of here." What do you do? Are you staying? Are you going to try to make this go, or is it like, "I gave it a hell"? I, you know. You know, I thought about. I mean, 2015, I was ready to like enroll in college yeah. and like do something different. I was just miserable. Um, I definitely don't have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, I think as much development as I've done in the simulator. Even if, on the competitive side of things at HMS, if they wanted to do, if they wanted to go a different direction, I really feel like I would kind of have a home mm -hmm. at HMS, um, doing something at least, and having um, like driven at that level, I think there's always a ride that you can find, yeah. you know. Yeah. But 
it's all it's like do you want to take it or do you want to be Greg Biffle you know I'm 24 and like I'm not gonna make enough money to live the rest of my life so it's a good question I really haven't thought about that but um, I don't know I don't want to live here mm-hmm. I know that I don't want to live here if I'm racing full-time either like I I really kind of want to get away and live somewhere else, kind of like middle of nowhere and kind of do my own thing. Um, so that would make moving a whole lot easier. Right, right. But uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. We we had a dinner with Cole Pern last week, and he mentioned that the the quality of his life, he enjoys a bit more living in Denver away from the Mooresville area because it's so small and yeah. you're at the track with the same people that and you didn't you can't go come anywhere home. here. Yeah I, yeah, I dated a girl that lived here and um, – Everywhere we go, you're like, oh, that's that guy from that that place. Yeah. That's that guy from that place. Is it that's the that recognized the fact you kind of always have to be on game? You all, you can't. Like, well, you don't get to turn it off, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. I walked in, my manager has no idea that I'm here. Oh boy. Him and his family are in the bar eating dinner. No, no. Shit. Like, <laughs> and like, there's always everywhere you go, it's just people. So there's no backup plan. If you had to walk away from racing tomorrow, what kind of career would you would you look at? Um, I'm really. I like video production. Um, We're going to be glad. Wait, wait, wait. Are you f***ing with him? No. Oh, well, <laughs> Is he trolling you? Are you trolling no, him? No, I right. like I like making short films. Um, I'm not very good at shooting, but I'm hmm. decent at editing. Okay. Um, hey, hey, like wait, a, wait a second. What's happening here? We, we just bonded. Yeah, we're no, friends. We bonded. You yeah. can't kick me out of this. You're out. You can't kick me bye, out of this. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it was car related because yeah. you know, like there was a short period. Well, it's probably still going on, but like Instagram likes were all anybody cared about, oh, yeah. Yeah. and making Instagram clips of your car was the cool thing sure. to do, sure. or YouTube videos, or Vimeo, or whatever. And um, so, yeah, when I was big into like the low car thing, yeah. it was like, let's yeah. go shoot, let's make some videos, mm-hmm. let's do burnouts and film them. <laughs> right, right. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, it's been a long time since I've edited anything, and I do miss it. I bought a camera a couple of years ago and what kind? shot a little bit of stuff. I don't, it's a Nikon. So like a DSLR. Yeah, it's yeah. A, like a D thirty three hundred or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, something like that. But That's cool. um, yeah. yeah, I just kind of play around with it. So. Okay, so pass along question. Yes, we're having breakfast tomorrow morning at Toast and Davis. Yeah, with Blaney. Is that still Davis? It's as Mooresville. Well? Mooresville. Or no, well they're. There's a couple different ones. Okay, the one that's just down the street over here. Davidson. Yeah. We actually ate there last year with Max Jones for breakfast. Who okay. Runs, uh, yeah. Nasty's NASCAR stuff. Yep. Um, so last night we had dinner with uh, Willie T. Ribs in Austin, Texas, before we drove through the night to, to get come, here to come hang out with you. Dedication. That's yeah. right, man. And uh, Willie doesn't really follow the NASCAR scene, uh, but he had a really, really just personal poignant. and poignant question for you. It was, uh, do you drink moonshine? As a representative of Hendrick Motorsports, we may never know the answer to this. Okay. All, All right. right. There you go. And now tomorrow we'll be having breakfast with uh, YRB, young Ryan Blaney, <sighs> at Toast just down the street. What would you pass along to Ryan Blaney? My, my question is how sad is he that all the fun that he has is about to go away? Oh, no. I got it. My question to Ryan <laughs> is... Because he's about to go drive for Penske and all the shit that he gets away with, he's never going to get away uh, okay, with. Okay, let's talk about the shit he's getting away with so we can. Because yeah. I mean, he and I are buddies, but I don't like hang out in Mooresville. So, like. Perfect question. <laughs> How sad is he that when he next time he tweets hashtag drunk, if he's driving for <laughs> Team Penske, he's probably going to get in a little bit of a, a little bit of trouble this time. That's very well put. 
because in my like social media meeting with Hendrick Motorsports on what to do and what not to do, 99.9% of the what not to do's were Ryan Blaney. No way! Yeah. Like his actual tweets? Yeah, I mean, he literally tweeted like hashtag drunk. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Look at that. But first, they're like a slide, and they're like, okay, first example, cheek, and it's like Blaney. Yep. No 100%. way. So it was no a PowerPoint way. presentation. Who so, else is on that? On that? Uh, I mean, there were a lot of people. Even like Jimmy Johnson yeah, me, was on me it. Me too. What's so that? There's an actual meeting. Yeah. Where like somebody from like some of the head PR guy at Hendrick is and like, at no point it was like, don't go on this podcast, chink, and there's like no. us. <laughs> no, I, and that's so they like had all these requests for me, and like you had DM'd me, yeah. and I was like. They're like, so we want to do this, this, and this. And I had, like, sent the sent your information along, and, like, they weren't bringing it up. And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, so that podcast. They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm doing dinner with racers. I freaking <laughs> listened to it. Like, you're letting me do this. And they're like, okay. Wow. Whoa. Are we blacklisted? I'm kidding. We're blacklisted. I'm kidding. No. They weren't that. Uh, they were, like, never heard of it. Whatever. They were just like, like yeah, good. whatever. Can't be good. So. Can't be good. Okay. Yeah. But you're so, probably but the first and last Hendrick driver we're getting. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you could do it with William Byron, and he would talk to you about, uh, I mean, if he likes like chocolate milk or camp. regular milk. Right, yeah. And <laughs> what he did at camp last yeah, summer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Chase would be a good one. Chase is – Yeah. If yeah. you could get Chase to open up. Like, Chase is pretty similar to Ryan Blaney. Yeah, yeah. Ask Ryan Blaney how he feels um, about people hitting on his little sister, Aaron. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. she's like 20 or 21. My girlfriend's friends with her. And one of my buddies that actually works at Penske was trying to date young Ryan Blaney's little sister. I still want to know about like the keynote on do's and don'ts for social media. Yeah, like, like, what, like, so it's like right. a dark room with a slideshow. Basically and, everything and we've and talked you? about, I'm not supposed to talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't like there were some things that I didn't understand and there were also like a lot of policies like right. that they, that it's not educating you on social media as no. much as policies yeah. and do's and don'ts yeah okay. just a lot of policies of yeah. HMS you know they've got their rules and their ways that they're set yeah. in and like what uh, what you can share at least um like do you like you don't have to get every tweet approved no okay but like uh they don't tweet pictures of wrecked race cars okay like they won't that's actually it's sports yeah. car we have the same yeah. thing yeah, yeah. so yeah. I yeah uh, like halfway spun out, drifted, getting onto pit road. Oh yeah, the car was sideways. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I Instagrammed it. Right, right. Well, that was an example of something I shouldn't have posted. Oh, okay. So they okay. just, I mean, it things. Good, it was a good post, though. Yeah, yeah, just because yeah, you use proper drift terminology yeah. to describe the whole thing. Yeah, but I was I like, I think I missed the clipping point. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I like that drift world, man. They have a lot of fun. Yeah, I. Yeah. I Met a couple of those guys. Like I, I know Turk a little bit, mm-hmm. and Forsberg a little bit. Right. Okay. They seem like really good people. Yeah. So they're, they have fun. That's for a sure. fun crowd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed so hard when Turk wrecked the Ferrari or the. the oh yeah, the, yeah. That, oh, that, that video. We were watching donut stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. what he what he I, hit I know like donut. he like got into shallow and hit the side of a mountain. Yeah, they're like on a mountain road. Oh, yeah. they're doing. I chase, see chase They were doing chase car yeah, stuff, yeah, and he yeah. got it wrong. Yeah. So Blaney, yeah. does he does he know that he's the slide guy? I don't like know. He's the, I don't he's really the don't example. Him. Okay. I mean, I feel like he knows because he tweeted hashtag drunk. Right. What's uh? What's the? So is he like the the young gun that everyone's like, dude, that kid's got to settle down on the party oh, side? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah for sure. Cool. I think Ryan runs cool. really hard. Oh, I've, which I've partied with him a little bit. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. I mean, you do you like, <laughs> but he's yeah. He might. I mean, if he keeps running that hard. 
I don't know if he's going to have time to like starch his pants and shirt and, and have him pressed in right, the morning right. for to, Mr. Yeah. Penske. to get to Penske. Well, yeah. he, so Penske's picking him up for the third car. Is he making Penske money or is he making like the new young kid money? I mean, he's been, he made the playoffs this year. I bet yeah. I bet he's making pretty good money. Yeah. I don't, he's not going to make what so Joey he, and Brad are making. Sure, but sure. But he can hire somebody to do the pants and shirts for him, right? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to be all right. Yeah, party, party planner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you talked about wanting to maybe live somewhere else in the area. Do you have any place picked out? Like obviously, you know, from the Tucson yeah. area, are you going back there? Or are you no, I've been going to Colorado a lot lately. Yeah. But I don't do, like, the Denver scene. Okay. Like, I go um, – there's a small town up in the mountains called Grand Lake. Okay. Um, it's up past, like, Winter Park. It's, like, three hours from Denver. So is it – well, like, the thing there is, like, obviously with our travel schedules, how would, where would you fly out of? Denver. So that's – There's a small airport up there, but I don't know. Like, airports get sketchy there because, mm-hmm. like, when Jimmy lived in Aspen, yeah. the you can't fly to Aspen right. unless it's daylight out. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's always weird stuff. I don't think it's really doable. Mm-hmm. Um, probably stuck here until I'm done. Right. And then, like, Colorado, Wyoming. Right. Something like that. I just like space. Sure. So. Speaking of Jimmy, uh, does, I mean, he seems like the coolest guy. You know, all those old school Hendrick guys do. They all seem really cool. Is he help it like because the joke has been online that you guys are the kids and he's, he's the, the car old man. seat picture exactly the car <laughs> seat picture of you and William Byron is that actually happening is he doling out advice and yeah or is he thinking should I'm gonna have to beat this kid next year no he's so. super helpful he's yeah. an open book yeah. um, everybody over there has been been that way right. so um, last week honestly he was kind of leaning on me and William to, to help him with some stuff yeah. so um, they felt like they'd been struggling with qualifying lately and we kind of Tried to help him with that th- throughout the week. Yeah. So, um, seemed to pay off. Mm-hmm. Qualified a little better this week. So, um, I don't know. He's, uh, he's definitely an open book. Yeah. We heard from a couple people this season uh, about the different type of innovations that people, that's the way of putting it, uh, creative innovations that people are using to find that extra tenth as far as, as distances as far as special vinyl and things like that. Who in the paddock is the one that's stretching it all the time that you get, not vinyl necessarily, but like who's pushing yeah. the limits that you're like, God, these guys well, getting away with it or something like that. I don't know. It's pretty hard to like not being at the racetrack. Obviously I'm not like physically seeing yeah, the race car right. being around them. Um, you look at that 78 car yeah. and I'm not saying they're cheating by any means, but they obviously have something figured out. Oh yeah. They're obviously doing something um, to, to make their race cars work really well. So uh, obviously they've got something figured out. The rest of the garage doesn't. And I think that is like blatantly obvious. Yeah. You know, they've, they're just better than everybody right now. Um, but we all have the same set of rules to play with. And to be honest with you, NASCAR's so on top of, uh, on top of catching stuff right. that I don't, I think they're just doing a better job than everybody mm-hmm. else is right now. And yeah. With all what, the, go ahead. Whatever it is that, that is giving them the ability to do that, more power to them. With all the simulation work you do in a lot of development roles you've had in the last year, would you like to see the rules more opened up? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think racing was way cooler back then. That my favorite race of the year is Chili Bowl, and there's the rule book is like three sentences maybe, and huh. up until two years ago there were no rules. So, yeah. um, you know, it just they had to put some rules in to make it 
make the body stuff so you had to be able to see out of them. Other than that, like yeah. you, right. you can't just run a flat panel on the right side. <laughs> you have to have a little window. Um, and I love that stuff. I spend to spend time all year figuring out what I can make lighter. There's no weight rule. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Um, so like I have like down to like the little 1032 button heads that hold my floor pan in. Yeah. Yeah. They're titanium. Nice. And yeah. the the lock the um, the lock nuts on the bottom of them are also titanium <laughs> with nylock inserts pushed into right. them. So like we get pretty crazy with chili bowl stuff and I love that. That's yeah. so much more fun than like oh, I have to build this race car to this. Sure, sure. Right. You know, I think the creativity is what built our sport. Um, it's just if you open that up, it... Money, money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. spend so much money as it is. If there was some way to cap the budget yeah. and you open the creative creative side of it up, that'd be great. But the problem is then you're going to have two cars on the lead lap every race. Right, yeah. Everybody likes to look back and say how great racing was back in the day. It wasn't. It was awful. Yeah. Like, guys would win by four laps. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we need to get back to that. Like, okay, if we put that on the racetrack, people would leave halfway through yeah. the race. Yeah. In yeah. an era where ratings are already a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's. So are you nationwide the whole year? That's it? No, or nationwide for uh, 19 and Exalta for 17. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. okay. Right on. Are yeah. you up to speed on your paints and coatings and whatnot? Yeah, so I grew up in a paint shop. Oh, so right. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, it's really cool to have Exalta on board. We just got my dad's shop actually switched to Exalta products nice. now. Nice. Um, now you're so rubbing really that in his cool. face. He's like a company man now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like I'm hey, old man. Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. I did that. Yeah. 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 So that's, this, uh, that's been thing. really cool because it's like, I like kind of know kind of have a background already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I've dealt with all kinds of nationwide insurance adjusters at the paint shop. So it's I've kind of like had a little bit of a background with both companies. And mm-hmm. I worked with Nationwide when it was the Nationwide series. It's the right. same people right. doing it. So um, it's been really cool. I think it's two brands that I'm really excited to be a part of. You sound like it. you sound really amped. Well, I mean, it's like, <laughs> a, it's like 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. Don't I'm, you dare. I'm Don't you dare out. pitch me the tired thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. tired. I slept an hour in the last I, 48. I woke up at 3 today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, All right. We should probably get out of we, here. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's eleven at night. Yeah, they uh, closed. They closed forty five minutes ago. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's well, like NASCAR starts hour so. forty six for us. Uh, All right, and this whole time, Dario's been waiting in the car. Yeah, it's true. So we got to uh, we got to go take care of him. Continental's got the check. And there you have it, Alex Bowman future driver of the number 88 we hope you enjoyed it uh it's actually a shame we couldn't put all of the things we wanted to put in because alex is extremely wise beyond his years and uh it goes without saying he's a star of the future just by virtue of the fact he's driving the 88 but alex is uh in my opinion a a kid that's got an intelligence to him that will really really take him far so anyway we'll move on uh we're gonna play another band that uh submitted themselves to us uh we were unfamiliar prior but uh, their name is zentral uh they're available on soundcloud and spotify uh here's a song called it's over enjoy stay away again Stay the same You couldn't fool me with a thousand changes 
ascended into darkness Maybe we could be together someday When we are older But now the ash is falling down on the city Like we're over Falling down on the sea.